welcome to another episode of Get Out of Gaming. I'm one of your hosts, Ben. And I am Spencer. Episode number two. I think that's like a milestone. If you can get to episode number two. I'm, you, I'm proud that we did one, honestly. I, you know what? I'm surprised we did it sober. So <laughs> uh, today, uh, we're going to kind of talk about some of the games that are like the top games for the decade. Uh, like, what were those in the last 10 years? What were some of those great games that we played? Yep, and this isn't going to be necessarily a you know a list or anything like that. That's not what we're trying to do here. I think we're just trying to talk about these games um, and you know shed some light on some of the best games over the last ten years. I would love to start off with. I know we discussed this earlier. Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto. That's kind of what yeah we were just uh, talking about before this. So, um, man, yeah, just like what a game, dude, and everything that they've done with the the online community for that game it's like we're gonna go a whole console generation bin without seeing a grand theft auto launch because of gta 5's success and popularity i remember i bought it for playstation 3 before playstation 4 came out and when the playstation 4 came out and they announced that they're doing a version on the playstation 4 i was all about it i bought that version um i played the crap out of that version i actually played it twice the second time i made different decisions so it, it's a it's a killer game and it's so big and it's it, so huge the mind-boggling thing about gta is yeah I, I forget that it came out last generation sometimes so um the game launched in 2013 and basically you know uh you know sent off the ps3 and the 360 um so it was, it was kind of a, a strange launch. It's like, oh man, where is this on the new console? But at the same time, look what the 360 and PS3 are still capable of doing. It, it was so amazing because the game was so big and it was so much stuff to do. Um, I did play a lot of that online, which is rare because I'm not a big multiplayer. I usually turn my mic off because, you know, I don't really care to hear all the crap people are saying. Yeah, and in, I will say too, I play a lot of... Uh, you know, multiplayer games like Rocket League, Call of Duty, competitive, uh, you know, sometimes one-on-one, sometimes team deathmatch-style competitive games. Um, I, I don't typically go for the open-world sandbox games where people can beat each other up and bully each other. And that is essentially, honestly, what a GTA V's online playground has become nowadays. But the just, just the wealth of other things that you can do in that game, like... I remember spending time playing tennis and playing golf when that game first came out just offline by myself and having a grand time. Um, oh, and I think the fact that there are three characters, and let me just say, I understand this is a Grand Theft Auto game. It came out, I don't know if you remember, there was a huge strike in the movie um, movie groups because actors, there was like an issue with the Actors Guild. I don't know if you remember that. So oh. movies... Movies were not yeah. being done. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Movies I, and I TV shows. That. This was my chance to watch and participate in what was the best kind of entertainment. I would compare it very close to this. People are going to hate me, but like it felt very Scorsese. It felt very <laughs> much like Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, no, no doubt, man. Yeah, the way they're, the way those games are shot too, man, is um, yeah, it's just something really artful uh, and and you know tasteful. Uh, about the way those games are are presented man um yeah it's like watching a movie those cutscenes sometimes like la noir that was the first one i think that i uh first rockstar game that i really appreciated when they brought in the the facial animation team uh and let team bondy kind of just 
do what they wanted man like yeah that it's some crazy stuff that they're doing over there technically on a, on a technical level it's impressive and i think rockstar's name says it all because they are literally like rock stars yeah it does help having all that money too in time so oh yeah um and, you know another great thing about gta 5 that i always forget about you can play that whole game in first person now it's like you know when they brought it over to ps4 and xbox one for the first time and they added that feature I just, you know, I completely forgot about it, and, you know, that was much more than just a port that they gave us. Uh, like, what kind of, like, <laughs> that's value right there. You you paid $60 for not only the biggest online game, you know, already around, but a whole new way to play it, too. Like, that's unreal, guys. And, I mean, let's be honest. Who has not gone in first person and picked up a prostitute? I know yeah, I have. Exactly, yeah. I mean, that's, that's what they made first person mode for. <laughs> Oh man, all the uh, all the thirteen year olds just having a heyday, being able to zoom in close to a girl's chest. So. Now, my thirteen year old has not played that game. Uh, that's probably for the best, Ben. I have let him play some M rated games within reason. I mean, I'm not like a total crap parent. I mean, he's got friends that play. Your Fortnite. kids play good games. Yeah, they honestly. do. Yeah, they I, do. I, I, you come into my store all the time, and you know, like you pick them up very fair games for their age too, and you let them play you know mature games that i think are acceptable for kids their age and, and there's been times I've, asked, I've even asked you a couple of times like you've you've played it you know my big thing is they, they my kids are in middle school the language thing they've heard i just don't want nudity and i don't want like over the top now resident evil 2 was probably the hardest game i let my son play but uh, aiden's so mature though he like, is he's he a is mature kid for his age mature yeah unless 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 you're out somewhere and anything where were we at we were we were somewhere and someone had done some graffiti and it was a penis and that was pretty much it for the whole day phallic jokes for the rest of the day yeah well he's 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 13 going on 14 uh what about you what about as a game for you you know man yeah i could i don't even play gta 5 that much it's so funny because i could talk about it all day but um uh, like the first game I thought of when we were talking about this was Minecraft. Um, oof, what a game, guys! Uh, it, the infinite replayability that Minecraft gives you, and the amount of just freedom and uh, expression that it gives you as a player, oh, yeah. I think is is crazy. It, um, you know, it really transformed the way people go about making games nowadays. The way that people make open world games, especially. Um, and how many Minecraft clones have we seen since Minecraft has launched? You know, I remember when that was coming out and they did like a Kickstarter. Um, <laughs> Crazy to think Minecraft <laughs> needed a Kickstarter. They did. This is before Unreal. they were this is before they were bought out by Microsoft. Yeah. And Mojang I participated. To... It's the only Kickstarter I participated in, just really? so you know. Yep, only one. That's funny, man. I've only uh, participated in one Kickstarter myself, and that was Mighty Number no. 9. Ooh, that one kind of burnt you, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, what a burn. Yeah. That was... Did you get all your stuff yeah. from that? I never did, no. And I am also, um, they messed up my, apparently I filled out the form wrong. It was my fault, but my name is not in the credits like it should be. And I'm listed as like backer, I think 5,000 something. So I'm just a number in the credits. And I was like, okay, I gave you guys $30, I think. Or was... I paid for the whole game twice, basically, with how much I gave them. So I think it's funny. Kickstarter is the only thing where you can get money from somebody. And if they're pissed about whatever it is, they're like, sorry, man, it just didn't work out, but I'm going to keep your money. Yeah, Kickstarter is such a hit or miss thing nowadays. Um, 
yeah, Mighty, yeah, I don't even really want to talk about Mighty Number no. Nine and the disappointment that that brought me as such a like a big Mega Man fan. So um, I did, I did do them on Kickstarter. So my my login even now for the new Minecraft stuff they're doing on PC, it all still works. Yeah, and that's uh, that's another thing, man. Like the amount of a. Uh, just uh, extra content that has come out over the years for Minecraft and the amount of, like, just free updates that they're giving that game is is awesome. Like, like you know, they just have, A, all the money in the world, yeah, but B, like, a very passionate community and all the people who work now for, um, you know, the Minecraft team over there at Microsoft are just, I mean, they want to be there and they are the most hardcore and passionate players that minecraft has as a community so um i agree yeah props to microsoft though for for doing such a good job with it over the years too Uh, they're they're really respecting minecraft a lot more than i thought they were going to and now that sony is starting to budge uh i don't know if you saw this but you know it's cross play on every platform now i did i did i think it's it's about time big deal um you know that that is just awesome and i think we're going to see that continue on into the next generation of consoles as well um you know that's uh, that's something that once you push one pin over you know it's like a domino effect everything's just gonna fall so um it's now just i think up to the developers to ask sony and they're gonna say yes now so i I think i think minecraft is that was the first game that my kids played um you know um besides you know skylanders and all those crazy you gotta buy all these toys for but you know my son my my one son is actually learning how to program in minecraft yeah, it's, that's crazy, man. The stuff you can do with redstone in that game is mind-boggling. Like, um, you know, for teenagers, they use it in some college courses, too. Oh, yeah. Like, it, yeah, Minecraft is just infinitely impressive. And, um, you know, it, it brings out the, the most, like, creative side of people. And I like anything that does that as, you know, somewhat of an artist myself. So, yeah, go Minecraft. Uh, um, did you did you have another game you wanted to shout out for I the do. decade? And and, and and I'm gonna get some crap for this one, but um, I I think for me personally, uh, Star Wars Battlefront One. Oh, um, give me crap came, for that one, jeez. I, it was a, <laughs> it's a crazy thing because I played Star Wars Battlefront on PlayStation Two. Oh man, me too. Uh, you know, one and two were some of my favorite PS2 games. You know, and and you know, it was one of those things where I actually bought the upper level, so it came with a bunch of stuff and then I even bought the season pass for $50. So I spent well over a hundred and something dollars. Uh, and, and I will tell you that the crazy thing is, is it just was like what I remembered. And this is battlefront one. We're talking two, not two, right? Yeah. We're talking one. Okay. We're talking one. I just wanted to yeah, make sure. Um, uh, I remember the amount of content after uh, launch, like, yeah, it being insane again, like, you know, it's just one of those bad stories, I think, where EA got a lot of flack because of the amount of content that they launched the game with. Um, it just, it was a slow burn and a slow rollout for that content, man. And sometimes, uh, you know, players, and especially with the internet nowadays, they just don't have patience. So, so Do yeah, you I'm know that server is still up? Uh, oh, for the first one? Yeah, I believe it. I mean, oh, they would... <laughs> The amount of um, yeah crap that they would get on social media would be unreal if they decided to shut it off. I so. played that over Christmas break. I played it, and uh, it was crazy because, like, you know, you got into, like, a round, and there was, like, yeah, yeah. Four, you know, these are 20 people in each side, the one we play on, and uh, there was 40 people, like, right there. You didn't have to wait. You got in. You played. Now, granted, the only thing is, is in this one, they would have hero things, 
And if you knew where they were going to spawn at that moment, you could get that hero and then boom, you're Darth Vader or you're Luke Skywalker. But the cool part was, is when Rogue One came out, they added Scarab. Shout out to Gary Whitta. And and they actually even added the, they added new costumes for the troopers. They added a couple like Director Krennic is in it. Yeah, yeah. It was a ton of free stuff too. Yeah, and this yeah, was, was all free. free. Um, yeah, yeah, which, you know, it's, like, it's so unfortunate that they got all that crap at launch because of, like, the amount of, like, you know, good stuff that came afterwards. People just needed to stick around, I think, and not give them the old EA treatment of, oh, you're EA, this is bad from the get-go, but, you know, to be fair, their track record's not the greatest, so, um, yeah, you know, I'm scrolling through IGN's Game of the Decade article that they have here, too, and some of the games on here are just really interesting, and I wouldn't have picked any of them. I, I, there's one more that I share with this list, though, and that's Dark Souls. So what's your experience with Dark Souls, Ben? Well, I, I got one that is a Dark Souls-ish game. I have PlayStation Plus. I think it's Battleborn, right? Battleborn? No. Oh, no, that was the uh, they had a Gearbox game. That oh, that was a crap game. Yeah, that was the, the Borderlands <laughs> thing. Um, maybe uh, there, I think Neo has been on there. That's yep. very Dark Souls-y. There's also been... Is it Bloodborne? Um, Oh, Bloodborne was free one month, I believe, yes. as well. So that was the other game from uh, from software that launched as a PS4 exclusive. I, I played so. that game for 15 minutes, and I'm like, I am <laughs> totally just getting spanked here. They are not for everybody, but, um, you know, Demon Souls uh, started it, really. But I think Dark Souls, I'll, I'll give all the credit to Dark Souls 1. Uh, the combat that those games introduced, it's getting ripped off from everybody else now. So, I mean, we talked about Star Wars jedi fallen order in our last episode and like jedi fallen order straight up stole their combat from dark souls oh and absolutely i find that so cool that from software has pretty much transformed the entire industry and made its own genre like that's it's it's kind of crazy because it's happened twice now in the last like i don't know 10 years now i mean dark souls is is getting up there in age i think it came out in 2010 or 11 uh, yeah, I believe 11 with uh, Dark Souls uh, and Skyrim launching the same year. But uh, yeah, it, it really created its own genre as well as like the Battle Royale genre. And that's another one that we've seen blossom over the last 10 years. So uh, we're, we're seeing some pretty cool stuff, I think, in the video game industry right now. I think this is the peak. Um, I remember, you know, I, I literally... It, it, my parents would not buy Nintendo Power, okay? Ooh. It was too expensive. There was five kids in our family, yeah, and I was yeah. the youngest. Um, and so, you know, it, we never got that, so I had a friend that would get it. And I remember when the Nintendo World Championship was happening, and he had got an extra one, and I had filled out my stuff, and I was like, I'm going to go. I never got it. Um, and I felt like that was a huge time for video games. And then it kind of, like, throughout the years, it's kind of tapered, not off, but... You know, until PlayStation 2 came around, it really wasn't, it got a little stagnant. I feel like now, as, as a gamer, it, it is like the best time to really be around. It's it's almost overwhelming, honestly. It That's is. how I feel it anyway. Is. There's so many good games. You know, you were talking about like things of the decade. This isn't really a game, but the uh, Nintendo Classic System, it, it to me was one of the best pieces of hardware that came out oh yeah um, you know i think we brought that up too last episode yeah. with mega man 2 um yeah when the classic first launched i i dove into mega man 2 for literally like two months straight just trying to master that game until i could you know beat it as fast as i could um 
yeah, that was one of the best values in video games today. Oh, absolutely. Um, and then the Super Nintendo that followed, like the immense value of those. <laughs> if you would total up, I think every cartridge that came in that collection, it, it would have cost you well over five or six hundred dollars. Oh, probably. absolutely. So um, Nintendo is just knocking it out of the park with those, and I really do hope we see a N sixty four model sometime in the future. But um, yeah, who knows? I, I don't know. I think those games are really hard to um, preserve and, and port. So uh, I would like we'll to see. see a Game Boy with a backlit, like like a Game Boy Classic Edition, bigger screen, backlit, backlit screen. That's a, a that's a must. I, I think I, I think they've got the technology now to do it. Um, do I know if it's going to happen or not? I don't know. They may yeah. just do. I, I do game feel like games on the Switch. Who knows? Yeah, I feel like costs on screens alone will probably drive them away from that market. Honestly, just because um, I, I do think a handheld of that caliber would probably be more expensive to make. But you know, I <laughs> no doubt make them money. Like, geez, those things were flying off the shelves. I remember um, when GameStop first started carrying the NES classics you couldn't keep them in the store the day you got them they were they were gone like it was just it was nuts man and then super nintendo same thing and they manufactured way more of them too so i don't even know if i'm allowed to say this but there was a guy that worked at gamestop that totally hooked me up with my nes classic um <laughs> uh, um and uh i'm probably sure he'd probably get in trouble for it and i thank him if he's listening i'd like to thank him for it you go guy whoever you are yeah because literally my kids were super excited because it was the hard thing to get and um, I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to get him. I don't know if he even works there anymore, but I don't want to get him in trouble. But Sounds man. like Ben got the hookup. Oh, man. And there was a lady. <laughs> there were some nice guys at GameStop every once in a while. <laughs> there was a lady. I, to him. I felt horrible. She's like, come in. And so I'm like, it, I act like it was a drug deal, you know, because it's <laughs> so hard to get. And there was three people that asked before, hey, do you guys have it? And they're like, no. And I had done everything. I had gone on Twitter Urban Outfitters had a presentation. Oh, man, I worked there. I couldn't even get one for my dad last Christmas, man. Or the Christmas it launched, yeah. So I have an original. We have an original one. And the only way you could tell is the plug-in jack on the back is completely different on the new versions they did. Hmm. I didn't know that at all, actually. That's interesting. I mean, this is all useless knowledge. If there was a Jeopardy show called Useless Knowledge, I would totally be like Ken Jennings. (laughs) Um Okay, where were we even at with the games? Jeez, this is a games podcast, wasn't it? Um, Dark Souls. We were talking about Dark Souls a little bit, I think. Oh, yeah. You right? mentioned that and Demon Souls. Demon Souls, all those Souls games, Sekiro and whatnot. Uh, Sekiro almost made my top five, too, if you guys want to check out our last episode if you haven't listened to that. Um, but, uh, yeah, from software, man, those guys just killing it and, uh, you know, creating a lot of inspiration for other people. It's pretty impressive what they're doing, I think, so. Uh, do you have any other any other game of the decades? I um, think that's where they're You know, I think it's so it's so hard to like think ten years. I mean, ten years is a long time, man. I know it's it's hard for me to remember what I did yesterday. Let alone... I, I see a lot of God of War talk too. You know, uh, what did you think say, of God of War last year? Uh, my 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 she wasn't my wife then, but my my fiance she actually my girlfriend at the time when that came out she bought me the largest. Thing and, and we're looking at it I'm now. I'm staring my at it right now. Um, I even have. I still have the ring that came with it. It's crazy. It came with all this stuff. Oh, that Nordic style. Yep. Little, yeah, that's pretty she, cool. She, my wife, is not a fan of video games. Okay, she doesn't see a purpose. She plays those little games on her phone, but it's not the same. So the same wife that collects pop figures. It, exactly. It's kind of a funny thing. So <laughs> she, she was like, we load this up and we start playing, 
and in the first you know 30 40 minutes when he's fighting a, a nordic god and it's yeah. like crazy and she's like this is the coolest thing i've ever seen graphically it was top notch it was like it pushed that playstation 4 to the limits of what that system could do the story between yeah, him and it, his son it, it truly did i'm i'm <laughs> I'm still very impressed that that game runs as well as it does on a base PS4. Um, at my my PlayStation at home, I have the Pro model. I have uh, I actually have two Pros in the house. One's the Spider-Man edition, and one's just the Glacial White, uh, the Launch Pro, basically. Um, and my Launch Pro runs every game nowadays. Or I should say, when it's running the game, it sounds like a freaking jet is about to take off in my house bin. It, it's just insane so uh, god of war was one of those that like when i had it i had a base ps4 and i was impressed with how quiet my playstation was running a and, and the fact that it was just running it in general that studio that studio is is, is well known for doing yeah. huge things yeah and santa when, monica is, is oh yeah awesome. and when they announced it i was like done you know i i, I dabbled in god of war mm-hmm. but i never really was like huge into it but that game came out and it had me hooked on story the characters were so well done uh, the acting it, you know it was along those lines of last of us acting you know yeah oh well, i mean and that's the impressive thing about all these uh sony first party studios nowadays i think they're they're sharing a lot of talent and sharing a lot of ideas um you know they've got david jaffe and Corey barlog running things over there at santa monica right now and i'm sure they talk to you know, the likes of Naughty Dog and, and people like Neil Druckmann and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, sharing uh, sharing all that good, good talent, man, is only good for their games. So uh, I, I think God of War 2 is just going to, you know, step it up even more. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It, so. So, so what other what other games do you think for you in this decade? Oh, personally, I have to put Skyrim on this list. Uh, Skyrim is just something else, guys. Like the amount of... It, you know it's like minecraft for me the amount of just like replayability that game gives you um you know from the very beginning you have decisions that will alter your entire playthrough if you so choose to to play that way uh you know the amount of like skills didn't seem overwhelming for new players uh do you have any experience in the elder scrolls universe whatsoever ben um i actually had elder scrolls on an xbox 360 that is what bricked my system oh was it um oblivion then yep i remember i got it and then i played it for a couple hours (laughs) and then i got the red ring of death performance issues uh to say the least is what uh you know bethesda proper that's what that's what their games provide us uh, lots of performance issues and skyrim is not uh you know any different it didn't necessarily ever break my game i will say my first experience with it was on 360 and i hear the uh the ps3 version run uh ran the game much much worse so uh there there was talks of after 50 hours of playing people would just you know the more time you had into your profile basically the worse and worse the performance would get so some people couldn't even necessarily finish the game on PS3 um, and those poor souls, you know, because it's just that game provided an overwhelming amount of content for you to see. Oh, yeah. So and it definitely takes more than 50 hours to even crack uh, the surface. So I got so tired of those stupid giants. Oh, the trolls. <laughs> I, I was never strong enough. And I would, giant. Yeah, there's giants. Yeah. You know, you're, you're kind of like it's so open and you're out there. Right. And then you run into a giant. You're like, crap. Like, I would always make the mistake of, like, trying to, you know, I, I, I got this guy. It's going to give me so much XP. Yeah. 
and then I get demolished because my weapons aren't strong enough. I'm not strong enough. And here I am trying to take down a, a giant with a bow and arrow and a crappy uh, axe. So, and that, oh man, that's just the thing about Skyrim too. It's like here you are telling your story, um, and, and it's just a game that really you make your own stories playing that game, and it, it's just so neat. No other. I mean, nowadays obviously it's a little different. We have open games out the wazoo, but um, or open world games, I should say. But but the amount of freedom and like the the individual storytelling you were you were giving yourself in Skyrim, it's just like you would go into a cave and you could describe the whole thing, and, and your encounter would be completely different in the same cave than than one of your friends. Like you guys could have done the same mission, completely different playstyles though. So it's funny because Bethesda is like that child that you is good most of the time, and then when, but you know every now and then when your back's turned, it does something stupid. <laughs> it literally is like. Yeah, their track record uh, as of late has not been the greatest. I'll say they even, um, aside from Fallout 76, which, you know, I think should eventually be its own topic. Um, uh, yeah, like Rage 2 was a flop. Uh, Evil Within 2 even. I'm wearing an Evil Within 2 t-shirt right now, actually, underneath the sweater I have on. And, um, you know, that game was just not that big of a deal. So I even tried Rage 2, and I just, I couldn't get into it. I... I it's it's my it, it felt very like borderlandish without the comedy, and and I was like you know maybe we can make this work right. I, I don't even think they like knew what Rage Two wanted to be, and that was a big part of it too. The marketing for that game was just over the top and ridiculous, and then when you go to play it, the the world was just so empty and barren. Like I, I didn't put much time into it honestly, guys, but. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. They've just been kind of dropping the ball the last few years. And oh, yeah. ever since Fallout 4 came out, I just feel like they haven't been on their on their A game. And, you know, Fallout 4 launched the same year as The Witcher 3 did. And Metal Gear Solid 5, actually. 2015 was was a bang-up, uh, or a, a, bang, a year of bangers, basically. And uh, you could start to see, you know, behind the, the facade that is their game engine and you can see all of the faults that it has now when you compare it to things like the witcher so they just need to refocus make a new engine and i think you know starfield their new uh their new ip that they've been working on and elder scroll 6 i think if they just you know do that refocus make a new engine uh focus on the bugs i, I think they're gonna be in good shape though in the future i feel like as a as a gamer we are forgiving we understand the stresses. We understand these things. We're, we're forgiving to a well. <laughs> it depends on who you're talking to, but yeah, I mean, yeah, we're we're forgiving. We are sure. I think, I think me, I'm forgiving to a, a level. You know, like there is a level of forgiveness that I will, I will do. Um, but there's also like with Bethesda, I just feel like you know they 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 get this stuff done and they get it and they push it out and it's broken and they know it's broken mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they're like well it's broken so we'll patch it where yeah have, they rely off the bethesda the name sometimes right. I, I do believe that too you know think about think about if uh, naughty dog did that yeah no and they like i and that's the thing they won't i don't think you know that that studio is way too smart and they know the small tarnish that that can you know bring to their name and that's why we see things like Last of Us Part Two being delayed, and I'm a okay with that. Oh, like, I'm okay with that. Fallout seventy six could have been in early access for twelve months. It would have made Bethesda the same amount of money. They could have just labeled it early access, um, and people would be far less upset with them. It's just 
so bizarre, man. Like the the actions that they've been taking with Fallout seventy six, especially. Right. Right. I think another game, and this one's not as old, but for the decade, uh, Red Dead Redemption two. Um, yeah, yeah, Red Dead. What a game. Um, it's long. what a game. I did not play. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I did not touch Red Dead. So I I have it, um, and I will tell you the only the only thing I don't like is. And some people love it. So if you have a mission and you're like on one side of the map, you literally have to ride that horse all the way to the other. And you, uh, and you do have to be careful because it is such an open world and it is online. Mm-hmm. If you're not careful, you may, someone may shoot your horse and now you're like stuck in the middle of nowhere with no horse. Um, but, but for the aspect of Rockstar being Rockstar, that game was amazing. Uh, you know, it brought out characters we hadn't seen for a while, backstories to characters. The game was so well done that, you know, and it's hard to top Grand Theft Auto V, but they totally nailed it with this one. Yeah, and uh, GTA V and Red Dead to me are, uh, you know, people compare them so much, but to me they're way different games, honestly. One is almost like a, just a real-life simulation, like Red Dead, just, you know, the amount of uh, things you have to do to tend to your character... You know, there's a lot of stuff that you saw first in, like, San Andreas with, and I think that's where it all started, where you would, like, uh, you know, you have to watch your weight for your character, watch what yep. they ate and everything like that. So uh, Rockstar's always been on a kick like that uh, for a while with, um, you know, the hyper-realism and everything and, and paying attention to your character's needs as, like, a real human being. And I've always thought that was really cool. And I, I think it's really interesting how they balance it back and forth with GTA, whereas nowadays like sure it started in san andreas but you know they could they they read the playing field there they they launched san andreas people gave them that feedback and that's not what they were looking for in gta so they stripped it away and gta 4 was you know had much less you know self-care if you will right um and i think it it works more in red dead redemption honestly that world you know it's slow and it's supposed to be well, you were talking about, um, you know, riding a horse from one side of the map to the other. There's no fast travel in the game, from what I understand. No, um, there's not. Yep. So just the amount of like living in that world that Rockstar makes you do, I think, is it's just so utterly impressive, man. You wake up and you know your character has to go and make a pot of coffee, uh, um, uh, take showers, you know, after you get home from missions and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's you know, mind-boggling. Other, and there's a moral compass, too, because you could be riding somewhere and someone's getting robbed. You have to decide, are you going to help that person? You know, and if you start helping a lot of people in town, you start getting a good level about you. So, you know, the game takes that. But there have been times where I'm like, oh, I got to stop and help this person, like a lady that's stranded. And then, boom, next thing you know, a bunch of outlaws jump out. <laughs> it was a trap. And then you have to decide, are you going to kill her, too? Or are you gonna kill just yep. them? It's, it's it's one of those you know like we mentioned talking about Skyrim. It's just it's a game that makes its own stories, and it's just so very unique like that. And that's that's what gives it not only its replayability, but like that's what makes it special. And you know that's what makes it more special than other open world games that are less interactive. Um, and I think Ubisoft, for instance, has taken a big look at you know Grand Theft Auto and other games uh, that Rockstar has made over the last few years. And there, you can now see a lot of that you know, attention to detail and stuff being brought into games like Assassin's Creed Origins, I think, is where it first started for them. So, 
you know, it's good news all around for for video absolutely, games. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you know, taking off of each other. It's only um, and I truly think though, all of that started with Skyrim. So, I guess if I had to narrow it down, Skyrim would probably be number one. Oh man, Skyrim or Minecraft? Like I could I could toss those two back and forth for a while. So, um, what about you? Do you have another one? Uh, yeah, I think I've touched on pretty much all of them. Uh, looking through a couple more lists here, some shout outs. I'd, you know, I would like to bring up Portal. Portal's oh, great. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. It, well, it says here Portal 2 on most of the lists that I'm seeing. Uh, let me look up. When did Portal 1 come out? I, I You know, oh. I've played both, um, but I do have one that is going to throw people for a loop. Oh, what's that? Um, Batman Arkham Knight. Oh, my goodness. Ooh, Arkham Knight, though. Yeah, you said Batman Arkham, and I got really excited until you said Knight. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, I, I do. I love I love all of those games, don't get me wrong, but something about the Batmobile just spoiled Arkham Knight for me, and that trilogy was, I don't want to say ruined, but a little lost for me, and I see it more as a uh, part one and two with Arkham City and uh, I Asylum. definitely The one thing I did notice in this one is this is the one, and it starts off, and you know, it kind of reminded me of like the third um, Christopher Nolan Batman. Yeah, Dark okay. Knight yeah, Dark Knight. Oh man, yeah, the, um, uh, the one with Bane. Yeah, that one to me did not. I didn't like the movie, but I felt like this one. This is where it had to go. Okay. The, the game company Rocksteady, they are fantastic. They brought a character into a game that had not always had good games, except no, for oh gosh, no. They had a, actually a historically bad run with most Batman games. I think my two favorite games that were older before Rocksteady started doing them was uh, Batman on the NES. Yeah. And then Batman Returns on Super Nintendo, which was a side scroller. And that game was not good, Ben. Yeah, I, I, oh, I don't know. I just, I just went back and replayed that game a couple of years ago, and it's not good. The but, Batman uh, Returns for NES for the NES, or, yeah. The oh no, Super Nintendo. It, I think it was. I think that one is NES actually. Batman Returns, the one based off of the movie. There, there is one, but the one for Super Nintendo is a side scroller. Okay, way better than the NES one. I'm thinking of the NES okay. one. Okay, yeah, um, that just had the straight up the black uh, label with that logo that's on your T-shirt right now. Funny I, enough, I, I thought that game was great. That was one of the early games i create that i i actually finished and the game's hard oh yeah no absolutely and most of those old side scrolling platformers were very difficult um and like the licensed ones especially you know like aladdin and uh uh oh gosh what else yeah ducktales stuff like that man. i finished very difficult. DuckTales. i thought ducktales was easy back then because you know my skills were there i had already done other stuff uh Mega Man was literally the only platform I could really like uh, you know, stand as a child. I don't know why. I was just not good at other ones other than Mario. I mean, we played a lot of Mario in the house. I, I did, but I think with Arkham Knight, where it came was, in, you know, improved combat system. Yeah. If you no, play the... Arkham Asylum and then you play Arkham, you know, the the, the second one is it Arkham? What is it? The uh, City's one? the second one. Yeah. Okay, Arkham City, and then you play Arkham Knight. That combat between those. I feel like I can flow more as Batman in the third one. Yeah, no doubt. Rocksteady stepped up their game with each of those uh, entries for sure. Which all three games are amazing games. Yeah, I still um, am. I still like out of the the trilogy. There, my first or the first one's my favorite. Um, I would definitely have to rank that above even City, which I find to be trailing like ever so closely. But uh, 
yeah dude uh we were talking last episode too about just like nice compiled like compact tight experiences as games and i think um arkham asylum first introduced like you know it wasn't open world necessarily you had the large areas outside of the gardens and outside of the uh the ward and everything so the the map itself wasn't too extremely large but it was it was a, another just true metroidvania where oh yeah backtracking made sense um everything you were doing uh you know just rolled into the next part of of the story is pretty pretty smoothly i i think the story for one is really great up until the very end when you fight the joker and then you know things start to fall apart a little bit right the joker gets all mad and uh yeah injects himself but um yeah yeah i don't know arkham city 2 was was fantastic the only thing i i will say i did not like about night was the freaking batmobile you did have to rely on the Batmobile a little bit much, and I didn't like that part, but I love the fact how he's, you know, in, in this one, Joker's dead, you know? Mm-hmm. Spoiler. Oh, shit, I probably said that earlier. Ah, spoiler alerts. Yeah, yeah but, but like, you know, he, he's battling with those chemicals still in his body. He thinks he's the Joker. Um, Mark Hamill is a Joker, by the way. Oh, yes, and Mark Hamill just does Fantastic. a bang-up job. Fantastic. I, I've been actually watching The Dark Crystal on um, Netflix, which, by the way... Is Mark Hamill in that? He is. He plays one of the Skeksis. And I'm like, he, he sounds like a little bit of Joker without all the crazy. Have you seen the uh, the newest Star Wars yet? Um, I have not. Okay. I have not. I am kind like, of a shame what they did to Mark Hamill's character. But, uh, you know... Yeah, it, that's it, another topic, I guess. It's funny because like everyone else saw it. My brother saw it. Um, my oldest son went with friends to go see it. I haven't seen it. Now, Rocksteady has not been at E3 for a while. What do you think they're working on right now? You know, there's been uh, several rumors popping up. Um, it looks like WB's Montreal team right now may or may not be working on a new Batman game. Uh, Rocksteady, I could not tell you, man. Um, there were the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle rumors, like, roaming around there for a bit. And then there was the Harry Potter rumors. I don't know if you saw those. I did, and I was very... I just don't know what to think about that. Um, I don't think Harry Potter has ever been a great franchise for video games, but to be fair, we just have not seen a good Harry Potter game. And of course, they were, you know, EA licensed, you if know, they were working trash on, games, basically. If, so. if they were working on a Ninja Turtle gritty, dark like Batman, because the Ninja Turtles really were dark. Yeah, I just don't know if we're going to see that. But um, I guess. I don't think. Because doesn't Nickelodeon own their rights now? Yeah, and the I darkest we're going to see. Well, you know, they're partnering with like Netflix and stuff, and look at some of the, you know, gritty stuff Netflix is doing nowadays. But yeah, with, with Nintendo, you know, licensed property, like it is really weird, man. And I don't know if if Nintendo would let the Turtles get that dark, honestly. I think the darkest we've ever seen them since, you know, since they originated us, basically, is Injustice 2. They're pretty, like, they're pretty nasty and mean in that game as the DLC characters. Which, by the way, I have that so. with them, and it is fantastic. Yeah, I have I, not uh, played much of Injustice 2, or if any at all, actually. I think I, I've only really played the first one. I was telling um, I was telling Spencer here um, over the weekend. I, I go on Facebook and I look at Marketplace. Literally, I bought that game for five bucks. Injustice Two. I already had the DLC from owning it before. Five bucks. I bought game. that game. Great game though. And the the case is in great shape. I don't collect, but I don't like crap on my cases. <laughs> um, but yes, I think Arkham to me. I would love if they did like a Justice League game and make a dark Justice League game. Maybe you like the early people like Wonder Woman. 
Yeah, that would be neat too, you know. I'm yeah, that just makes me think though. Like I'm I'm very nervous about uh Square Enix's Avengers game that they're coming out with. I just, you know, I've played it a little bit. I've seen enough of it where I think when you start to focus on more than one character, uh things might slip away from you a little bit as a developer and you know, not speaking as a guy that makes games at all, but um you know, I think you need to hone down and just focus on one character to make a really good superhero game. And I that's, get that, yeah. Yeah, I think that's why Spider-Man and, and Batman have been able to do so well. The part even where you're walking around as, like, Mary Jane, you know, and Spider-Man to me even feels really off. It's just like, uh, this feels kind of thrown in for some story beat stuff. They probably shouldn't have done it. I mean, that's how I feel anyway. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, playing playing Marvel's Avengers for the first time i could tell that you know if it's like if you would have just focused on this guy a little bit more and had a little bit more you know uh, manpower to to hone in and make thor's flying really feel like good uh it could be truly great and not just good and and that's all i i see it as now anyway i i and that one's that in my last pod in the last podcast that is one of my top ones i'm looking forward to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh you know, and I'm gonna throw in another one that I had on my list that I'm looking forward to, but I want to save for another one for the last decade. I liked the last Saint Row, Saints Row game. I did Oops, not Saints like Row. Get Out of Hell. I didn't like that version. Ooh, Saints Row. I can just uh, I can't get into those games. I'm not gonna lie. You know, the best part is is so you're the president. That's how it starts, right? Yeah, yeah. And you can when you're making your character, one of the voice options they have all the voice options, right? One of <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah straight up is nolan north it just says nolan north <laughs> no, that's great so that's who i picked fantastic. so it was like nathan drake with a potty mouth it was fantastic <laughs> um and like being able to like do all the crazy stuff to the zen in the game like dude you can like body slam them you can you slip under their legs and kick them in the air i mean it's just stupid it's like grand theft auto with a sense of humor that is fantastic um so yeah I, I i'm scrolling through some more of these lists of course i am actually finding some some more good ones either one of us mentioned the last of us ben oh my Happy gosh I, the last of us <laughs> i feel like now i should not be able to play games for a week but... i've just been giving naughty dog so much praise too um he, God, was... what a video game dude Jeez. oh my gosh it was so i remember the first when i first played it the first 20 minutes i was like holy crap i don't think i ever teared up on a video game before yeah man it, it was sad it for you know and spoiler alert here guys but uh you know in the first 10 to 20 minutes of the last of us a important character dies and boy you don't even know the character uh really and you feel for her um it's it's just unreal dude like the the feelings that you actually um yeah get get from that game uh it was such a surreal moment of like shit going down things chaotic the mm-hmm, world mm-hmm. is just up because of everything going on and you're right you don't know this character but then this character dies and it's just like holy crap i did not cry my eyes were burning <laughs> the only time i've ever cried at anything was during old yeller when they shot the dog I don't know oh, if that's a spoiler. Uh, is that a spoiler? At this point, I think everybody's good on um, uh, Old Yeller spoilers. You know, my problem with them shooting the dog was is it was that kid's fault why the dog got rabies. <laughs> why didn't they shoot the kid? Can they do that? Uh, you know, I don't think that would have been a... Uh, yeah, I don't think people would have reacted as, as well. 
Disney, that, that film was crap. It's not even cool. It is definitely not one of my favorites. It's not on the top of any of my lists. So, I yeah, think, the, the Last of Us, dude, is just, just a stellar video game. And, like, yeah. And if you have PlayStation Plus, it was free. Yep. I mean, and it's the full definitive collection. Like, it's the remastered, which, shout by out, the way. Yeah, shout out to PS Plus, man. You know, and, and people knock on it because it's 60 bucks a year. <laughs> but I feel like I've got my money's worth. Haters. I mean, you know, every now and then you get a turd, but... Yeah, well, you know, uh, Xbox, Gold, Games, yeah, same same deal. I think every year they uh, they do a review roundup on IGN and total up all the costs. And I want to say the last three or four years, um, games with Gold just pale in comparison to all the games that you get, the value that PS Plus gives you. I will say, ever since they dropped off the, uh, the Vita games and PS3 games, though, it does make me pretty sad, but I do think since then... At least the last few months, they've really stepped it up, and they've oh, yeah. got some good titles on there. So, uh, another um, game that we've not mentioned that, that you know, and we've mentioned a lot of Sony stuff, but uh, Gears of War. Oh, um, Gears is great, man. I, I don't of, own an games. Xbox One anymore, but when I did, Gears and their story, you know, you you basically think it's a bunch of large, like it's basically like the Commando movie, one-liners, guns, and all that. But the story is really well done. Yeah, the first uh, the first Gears of War, yeah, man, it's been so long since I played that game, and I played it pretty much all co-op with a friend of mine growing up. Uh, yeah, I don't, man, I don't remember much about, like, the Locusts or anything and why they came to Earth, but, uh, yeah, I, I do remember, like, the animations in that game being insane uh, for its time, the the motion and the, the locking on of... Um, you know, like gripping to walls and everything for cover, just just felt so good, man. Like playing that game just felt good. Um, they they also brought a really neat mechanic in the active reload system. Oh yeah, so many games have stole that since then, and that was really perfected, I think, in Gears of War. So um, you know, shout out to Epic Games there. Um, and I I don't think we can we can talk about games of the decade either. Speaking of uh, Epic Games, without bringing up Fortnite. Um, Fortnite 2 has to be talked about at least. Definitely not one of my favorite games. Yeah, definitely hardly, not one of my favorites. Hardly play it. I have dabbled a little bit uh, into it since Chapter 2, apparently. So uh, I can speak on it a little bit now. It's I play a lot of PUBG, so coming from that Battle Royale game going to Fortnite, it's a it's a definitely a different learning curve, and it's a very difficult one to, to grasp, honestly. My son plays he plays that he did take a hiatus for a couple of months but um you know your game is big when you're doing an exclusive clip from the new star wars movie coming out i mean that's how you know uh, when you're there when i saw the the scroll um the beginning open and crawl i think is what they call it for star wars the, the scene it literally makes a reference to that Fortnite speech the first sentence I'm like, oh, yeah. so wait, I had to play Fortnite to understand Star Wars? Like, what is, what kind of world are we living in, Ben? Jesus. I mean, I don't like the game. I, I, when I first saw the trailer, believe it or not, and this is what I've read, that game was actually. I'm going to have to cover. <laughs> Throughout each season and everything, it's just insanely impressive. Like, um, yeah, I don't know. They they bring together a bigger community than anything else uh, that's being played right now, and that's that's just really cool. I think what it's doing for young gamers as well. Their whole free to play model is working out incredibly well for them. Obviously, I mean, do I do I I have played it. I do not like it. It's not my cup of tea. But um, 
I'm not going to hate on it because it is they when they did their whole thing and it was the black hole and it just shut down. Yeah, very very cool publicity stunt, and that's essentially what it was. Oh, I mean, I, I in my son literally watched because it kept flashing numbers. Yeah, he watched it for like three hours ago. Okay, man, I think yeah, it, it, I think it was up for 32 hours or something. Yeah, and he's like, Dad, they're giving code, they're doing something. There's something. I said, you know what they're doing? They're probably doing like some maintenance, and that's what that is. But, like, when you have a game that that many people freak out. I mean, it was all over YouTube. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. People are freaking out about it. You know, props to you because you're making millions of dollars per month. Why not? And something something I don't see talked about very often either is that game went through, like, a visual overhaul too, man. So they didn't only just make a new map and then, you know, replace the old one, which is what most people think that they did. They, they went through and overhauled the whole engine. Like, the game runs better. It looks better. It performs smoother. It's just uh, 32 hours of shutdown, and they brought a whole new game to the table. Like, it's so damn impressive. I, I can't get over the fact that, that, A, they did it. And just like, yeah, yeah props to Epic Games. Yeah, and they there. had, I know they had issues that they knew that they had to work out, but they did it. So if, if anyone from Bethesda is listening, Maybe you should kind of take oh, notes. Hire on that. some of those guys. Yeah, I think I don't think they'll be able to hire them, but they can at least go take notes. <laughs> they still need to hire a guy to, uh, you know, somebody that's good about making feet stay on the ground. You're like, yeah, I want to see Bethesda hire that guy first, so my characters stop falling through the earth. Maybe I that's think, their next step. I think step. Bethesda should hire Spencer and I, and we can be like a motivational speaker. I'll test. That's all I can do. Sorry. I, I want to definitely be the motivational speaker part. Um, I might have to use my dad voice uh, when you make bad decisions. Uh, I haven't seen such bad decisions since the Jersey Shore. So Yeah, you know, they have so much goodwill, though, I think, from Skyrim. I, I do think Bethesda's going to get themselves out of this hole. So it's just a matter of time. Uh, you know, Fallout 76 is not going to be in the rear view mirror forever. No. Unfortunately, it is going to be in the immediate <laughs> rear view, though. I, I as definitely we pull think up to the next game. So. It would be interesting to see what they do at E3 this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, speaking of E3, you know, I know we were talking about games of the decade, but I really want to kind of ask you because we are on countdown for E3. I know it sounds stupid early. Oh, man. Yeah. No, you have to prep for it this early, too. And do you I think know. Sony's going to go this year? I guarantee they will, honestly. Um, I don't think it's been mentioned or said. I'm not sure if they've confirmed their slot or anything, but I, I almost guarantee they will. Uh, they need to bring some awareness. You know, I, I have a feeling that might be where they announce PS5 officially with a, a date and time, or a yeah, yeah, date and time reveal. I was shocked. I did watch the Video Game Awards, and mm-hmm. I was shocked that Xbox, and they had the giant thing, and they showed all their yeah, stuff. Yeah, good on you guys. Yeah. And, you know, handed it to Microsoft, but they even showed their console... And then we got gameplay for a new PS5 game, and that was it. There was nothing yeah. else. Yeah, that new what was the that new game that they showed off, Godfall or something? Yeah, it looked pretty. PS5. It um, looked fun. It looked okay to me. I think that was a, I think it's a, another knack story. I think it's a tech demo for the console's hardware. We're gonna be seeing better looking games that perform better in two or three years probably. So um, I don't expect that one to be major uh you know a major uh, player next next season i agree i agree um it's so funny we're talking about games of the decades and we're kind of 
we we get off track, but this is a this is a conversational <laughs> podcast. No, oh, yeah, um, you know whatever racks our brains. I think if you as a gamer have been a gamer for a while, the last ten years have just been epic. I think you know we've had some good things, <laughs> some some bad things. Um, we've seen a lot of bad industry things too. Um, yeah, obviously there's been the bad games too, but. I think more importantly, the stories that are starting to crop up around why these games were bad is pretty cool to me. So reading why, you know, what happened with Fallout 76 or, you know, the disaster that happened with Anthem, you know, that kind of stuff is starting to sprout up more. You'll see more conversations of, you know, people unionizing and stuff like that, too, in the industry. So it's it's really starting to put faces behind these products and i think that's really cool personally and that's something that we would never seen in the past oh no absolutely and i think it's great that you know the companies are recognizing you know these things and you know you get like i know for anthem they were working stupid hours and a lot of the people that was their biggest problem was like you know we're going oh crunch 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 man that was that's all you heard about after that game came out and um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there were similar stories behind Fallout 76, too, where, um, you know, these guys were crunching to a point and then they just had to put out what they had to put out to meet some sort of financial, you know, quarterly needs. Um, and unfortunately, gaming is a, a giant, you know, business. It's this industry is money driven. So, the you know, larger companies, they that's what they have to worry about. Absolutely. Well, I tell you, you know. The best part is, is, you know, I feel like these companies have learned from it. They're moving on from it. You know, they've got uh, systems in place so this doesn't happen again, mm-hmm. hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. To an extent, I think, yeah, a lot of um, a lot of developers are definitely adopting these um, precautions, if you will. Um, th- you know, developers like Rockstar, especially all you heard about 10 years ago when their games came out was oh my gosh they worked so many hours and you know the crunch is unreal and their families are you know falling apart because of it um and now i mean over the last 10 years what we saw two rockstar releases yeah uh gta 5 and then uh, uh red dead 2 so i mean they, they can take their time now i think they have the capital and they have the resources to essentially do what they want and uh you know, I, I think these stories will start to go away I think because so. of that. So, Well, if you've enjoyed this podcast, um, you know, definitely check us out. We have several ways. Uh, we want this very conversational. So if you have ideas or whatnot, I'm going to put a link. We actually have a voicemail that you can leave us a voicemail. We can use on air if, we, if you like. Uh, I'll leave that link in the description. But we are on Twitter at Get At It Gaming. Uh, we have... You know, email. You can send us an email at get at games. Uh, yeah, at probably. Um, yeah, we'll probably be starting um, you know, Instagram maybe in the future as well, and some oh, other absolutely. social media stuff. So just keep an ear out there, guys. Oh yeah, and you know, with with us here, we we always want to make it that way. You know, we've talked about maybe having people come in and doing mm-hmm. a podcast with us. Yeah, guess would be great. You know, just doing things here and there. Um, any suggestions? You know, let us know. And then we can we can see what we can do on our end, you know. And like I said, check us out on Facebook and Twitter. And, you know, we'll, we'll have something new for you guys next week. Thanks.